Ruling Houses of the Green Country. Lordship in the Green Country follows a 1,000-year cycle. With the passing of each millennia, a new house steps in to accept rule. The houses and order of succession are as follows. House Elfin, current house in power. This house is composed of those of Elfham and human lineage, the Elfham being a long-lived race of slender, elegant, and somewhat haughty folk, native to the forests and grasslands. In the green country, bloodlines have become so mixed among the human and Elfham that none can boast a truly pure ancestry. This has been to the benefit of both peoples, as it has naturally enforced a steady peace through familiarity, partnership, and cohabitation. An interesting note here is that the diversity of racial percentages in Elfin families results in lifespans which vary widely, anywhere from 200 to 2,000 plus years. An Elfin will age at a rate relative to their individual lifespan, quickly at first like a normal human. Once they pass out of adolescence, Elfin folk age exponentially more slowly. The Queen of 1,000 Summers belongs to this house. The Elfin people are most similar of all the folk in the green country to you and I. They are happy dwelling within the boundaries of their forest kingdom, a place discounted by other powers within the nation as something of a backwater. It is certain they cannot boast the same degree of riches and cultural amenities as those larger and more established dominions can. Such is a price they happily pay for a life free from the near-constant warring and uncertainty of those larger empires. There is a freedom to be found in the green country, and for the elfin people, it is intrinsic to their way of life. The Lost House the Lost House has existed as a symbolic placeholder since its beginning 11,000 years earlier. This house was born out of the unlikely union between a noble elfin lord, Nars Lannan, and the Leaf Queen, Lady of the Spirits of the Great Weald. Intensely secluded and insular, the folk of the Great Weald are the oldest inhabitants of the country, as they are an expression of the forest itself. Folk of the Lost House are born from those ancient groves, winding streams, fecund growth, and forgotten dreams of the land. Those of the House Faysilf claim that the people of the Lost House are their far ancestors, those primeval Fey who swore allegiance to nature, retreating from the dawning of civilization and all its trappings. The folk of the Lost House are distinct and powerful after eons of undisturbed development, they manifest in fixed forms, being unique, localized expressions of the intelligence of the myriad flora that make up the rich woodland ecosystem. This house has only occupied the seat of lordship once, under the dual rulership of Nars Lannan and his Leaf Queen. The strange union between the two represented a great departure from the previous elfin rulers, who traditionally paid little care to any folk beyond their own race. This also marked the first time in the history of the Green Country when a ruling house had the unanimous support of all other houses. This shared lordship marked a time of great peace and plenty in the kingdom, 
and brought about the creation of the Great Treaty of the Red Summer, an agreement of peace between all the peoples of the green country. Thus, a seat for the lost house is ever left open in the cycles of rulership, should a successor appear. As millennia have passed since their singular instance of rule, the lost house is now viewed as something of a legend, though its folks still inhabit the lands. House of the Fox Originally dire enemies of the Elfin, the foxes surprised all the peoples of the Green Country by joining the Great Treaty of the Red Summer. Known for their warlike nature and predatory prowess, they quickly proved themselves to be skillful and fair rulers of the kingdom. Their knowledge of the country is unparalleled, and the scouts, rangers, and hunters of the foxes are some of the best. There are large tracts of land in the Great Weald that are primarily inaccessible to all but the foxes and those of the Lost House. Thus, it is hard to say how large their population is, or where all of their settlements even are. Even when their house is not in power, they provide the majority of military forces and tactical leadership for the whole of the Green Country. They also act as guides to other folk who may wish to delve deeper into the wilder parts of the country. That said, there are some areas of the forest they will never divulge, places whose secrecy they would die to protect. House Cluricon These small, industrious folk are the most recent addition to the inhabitants of the Green Country, and to some degree are still outsiders. Having arrived originally as refugees, they had little choice but to join the already existing treaty. Their fierce desire for stability and safety has inspired a willingness to collaborate with the other peoples of the land. While their communications with other houses may be awkward at best, they do understand the practicality of honoring the lifeways of those with whom they share the green country. For their efforts, they are largely welcomed and accepted in the land, though some traditionalists still view them with slight suspicion. Intellectual and crafty, they provide much of the newer infrastructure in the kingdom, for example, bridges, simple roads, and the burgeoning canal system. They're also masters of the alchemical arts and produce one of the few exports of the green country, herbal tinctures created from the diverse and potent plants of the land. House Faysilf House Faysilf contains the most diversity in peoples of all the houses, being composed of those sundry folk of Fey origin. The folk of House Faysilf represent the civilized contingent of Fey folk, who in the deep past found themselves drawn to the towns and cities which had begun to develop. The Fey have a material existence to some degree, though they are more spirit than the other peoples. Their fascination with culture and civilization did much to shape the forms they have today. The different tribes and groups have widely varied appearances, specializations, and even appendages. They fetishize the refinement of culture, and even the most lowly faceilf will take great care with their clothing and conduct. This great love of culture is both a blessing and a curse. They are some of the finest artists, musicians, poets, brewers, cooks, and artisans in the land. Conversely, it is immensely hard for a face to dwell too long outside the busy warmth of a town or city 
before they feel an incredible urge to return. Such is their path since the fae sundering. While some fae self dwell in towns and cities alongside other folk, many still reside in their people's traditional homes, which float among the clouds. They are the most hesitant of all the houses in their acceptance of lordship. This is certainly not because they think themselves unworthy. It is because their capricious bearing and constant need for change is challenged by the bureaucratic nature of duties which lordship demands. As this is the case, they have historically taken to appointing advisors from other houses to their council, on whom they rely heavily for guidance. Some among the Faisalf do take lordship seriously and have proven to be powerful and charismatic authorities. If you like what you just heard, be sure to visit www.thegreen.country for more great content, including beautiful illustrations, detailed character descriptions, and much more. The Green Country is also on Patreon, where a small monthly pledge will give you access to extra content, like an illustrated PDF of the story you just heard. Whether you back this project financially or simply share it with a friend, you can help this vibrant land continue to grow. Once more, that's www.thegreen.country. Thanks for listening!